promise. We'll get there, I promise. I got a feeling I'm going to agitate some of you all today. That's good. I want the Holy Ghost to agitate you. Like your washing machine. I'm a, I'm a, some of y'all getting thrown, getting thrown in heaven's washing machine today. And the Holy Ghost is going to agitate you a little bit. And before this day is over with, change is coming. And some stuff's going to fall off of you. So you can grab a hold of something new. I believe change is already here. It's all over the floor. I want to say this. You, you can be seated. That's all right. If you want to, you don't have to. Every person who's involved in bus ministry, Steve, directing bus ministry, or if you participate in that powerful ministry, could you stand to your feet? If, if you drive a bus, or if you help, if you go along, if you, if you are a co-captain or whatever, if you help in the bus ministry, okay? If you help, not if you ride a bus, but if you help in the bus, bus ministry, I want you to come up here. Please come. Move, 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 move. If you help in the bus ministry, anyway. If you help in the bus against Now, a lot of these people, a lot of folks today who know there's change in their life, he began with what these people saw, what this ministry saw, and what some people saw was a problem became their opportunity to bring change. I said, bring change! This. this is one of these un yeah, thank you. Thank you, Miss Lakin. That's awesome. Listen, this is powerful. Because sometimes we look, we look at these things and we don't pay much mind to them. But there's a lot of sacrifice goes into going and getting people. And listen, this is not just Sunday morning. We're talking about groups on Monday. We're talking about groups on Tuesday. We're talking about refuel on Wednesday. We're talking about special events. These people lay their time down and they go after those that they believe that God is going to make an impact and bring change to their life. And so I want the people up here to look back there and see that change is not only here, but change is coming up the road. How many know that? Change and looking for help, and it's sitting around among us. Worry 
Put them up. 
pastor this morning said verbatim under the hand of the master of the ways the blind man healer the leper cleanser the one who has power the one who has power to raise the dead the one who is the great I am the one who's the beginning and the end the one the alpha the omega the one who has power in his hand I said I
knew from the beginning that God's going to mess up some people's religious agenda today. I started to say to Heath earlier, this thing's getting ready. We're getting ready to have a, a we're getting to have a, a train collision right here. God's power colliding with your apathy and your complacency and your religious spirit. God is bringing change. There is change. There's change going on. And when Jesus walked into a community, he brought change. He was hated because there were people who didn't want to change. They didn't want to let go of their old wineskins. They didn't want to let go. They weren't looking for change. If you're sitting here today just seeing who's here, if you're sitting here today looking what somebody else is wearing, or you're just sitting here today trying to see what's going on, then maybe in the midst of that, the Holy Ghost will get a hold of you and you'll get a hold of change. But if you're here just for that, you're probably going to find change. But guess what? If you're looking for the change maker, Looking for the change maker. How many knows a change maker is in the house? So wherever you walk, he brought powerful change. Even to those that were facing critical problems and situations in their life that knew they needed change in their life. See, if you know you need something, that's half the battle. But if you're sitting there thinking, my life is all together, which it ain't. I said to all those who sit here today and say, I don't need anything. My life is all together. Then you are the one who needs you 100% 
going on upon this mountain right here. Everybody say it with me. Change is on the way. 
You might say it with me. My chains is on the way. How many believe that? Say my chains is on the way. We say it, come on. My chains is on the way. My chains is on the way. And there are people here today that are broken. People who are struggling with problems. Problems are real. There are people here today that's gone through grief. Gone through all kinds of situations. Sickness. Death. Traumas in their family. Traumas in their own personal life. Miss Amanda, that is she still here today? That was powerful because you looked into the face of the, the, the thing that incited the greatest fear in your life. And you faced that. And through the change maker, you experienced change that day. You, you experienced, you walked away in a level of freedom that you had never experienced before. Because you looked your problem in the eye and you said, today my problem is going to be my doorway.
If you can't pray to the very thing, just don't try. Praise Him with everything. Change is coming because the change maker is here. And the Bible says when they brought me to the door and inside the house, this is powerful. Many miracles were done. Many miracles was wrought by Jesus' hands. Many miracles happened because he was in the house. He's in the house. Somebody say, He's in the house. Is he in your house? But if he is, then change is coming. And the Lord says right now that some of you, some of you are resisting his spirit. Because you're trying to figure out what the Lord is trying to do. And the Lord says, I'm in your midst. It's my spirit. It's not man that brings change. It's not religion that brings change. It's not government that brings change. It's not political correctness or parties that bring change. But the Lord says, by my spirit, by my spirit, change will come. By his spirit, change will come. Some of you are wrestling right now with the spirit. When you need to surrender to the spirit. So Jesus was present to heal. The change was in the house. And if his spirit is in the house, let's take that deeper. If his spirit is in the house, this house, how many's got a house? We've got, we've got a geographical house. We've got a physical house here that we set aside to inhabit, be inhabited by the presence of the Lord. But more importantly that is all the little houses that sit under the big house today. If change, if Jesus was in the house to bring change to those days and times, and if you've invited Jesus in your house, then guess what? You're the change maker too. So if you're driving through the Taco Bell, expect change. Not just this time. Wherever you work, wherever you are, you take the change with you. You're the move. You take the move with you. We don't just come here to get our fix and leave and nothing changes. We come here to get fixed 
But this isn't the only place you can get fixed. You can get one every day on no needs. You can get one every day that you turn your house into the habitation of the dwelling place of God. And then things begin to change in your life. And everywhere you go, people are going to see a change in you. And you know what blesses? I know it blesses Pastor Heath. I know it blesses those working in recovery. It's Val, Jenny, and different people working in ministry here. To hear people come back to us. It's not just negative things that we hear about that crazy church up there. But we hear things like, Pastor R, God's really changing lives, isn't he? Did you hear what I said? I, I, I know what time it is. It's 12.35, okay? My goodness. God knows what time it is. But people see a change. People feel a change. People hear about change. They come running to where the change is. I said they're running. They're coming up the road. They're coming up the road. There's so many of them you can't even count. But they're coming up the road. They're so broken. The world can't fix them. They're so broken. Religion can't fix them. But they're coming up the road. They're coming up the road. You know why they're coming up the road, Steve? Because they're looking for change coming. 
There's a miracle on the other side of what you have described as a problem, problematic situation today that you can't solve. And if you could have solved it, you wouldn't be asking the Lord for it. But it didn't seem like it could be worked out or you didn't know how it could. So Miss Tina, you go to the problem solver. You go to the change maker. And he's able to flip scripts. He's able to change diagnoses. He's able to turn families around. He's able to turn your life around. He's able to turn your addiction around. He's able to turn your depression around. He's able to turn your problem around. The fork in God's word. If you ever heard a word, you hear what God's saying today. Yes. So today, change is here. And God's going to change some things. In fact, He's been changing some things. You're wondering why things seem to be unanswerable to in your life. You wonder why seems, things seem to be more problematic but yet you keep thinking about the Lord you keep thinking about a way you keep thinking about how this can be resolved you know what that thinking is that's Holy Spirit that's God agitation to get you to start pondering on the fact that he's the one that can truly bring change to you not the doctors not the lawyers nothing wrong nothing wrong with that Not the law, not religion, but only Jesus can bring change. Right. And I want to say this before we, we close here today. How many's ever heard a man named Joseph in Scripture? I just want to leave this thought with you today. Joseph. Joseph. And he's known for something that we've ministered on for years. As being, we teach in Sunday school to our kids, the dreamer and the son who had a coat of many colors. God's all about diversity. Yes, he is. Oh, man. He said, you can wear a coat of many colors, which means favor also. But he was hated by his brethren because he. He aggravated the daylights out of his brothers by telling them his what seemingly be empty dreams. Just a daydream. Crazy dreams. You see, Amanda, before she ever came to full revelation of that, she shared this with us many times. She had those dreams down inside of her. Jennifer, you had those things down inside of you, but they were covered over with your problems. Like your addictions or your struggles or your situations. Until you came in proximity to the change maker. Do you know the change maker? Because he can change your problems. He can change your problem. He can change it on a dime. 
already got that. It was just... <laughs> So what they did, they hate you. There's people hate you because of what God put in you. There's people hate me. Not because I did anything to them. Just because of what God put in me. They'll hate you because of what God put in you. What he birthed in you. But that what he put in you was created to bring forth change. and easy. It's messy. It's strange. It's peculiar. It'll agitate you. Can I say it'll turn people against you? Yeah, they'll, they'll turn against you. But they did so much so. We're, we're close. Hang on here with me, okay, guys? Please. Please, whatever you do, don't lose what... This, is, this moment can only be orchestrated by God, I promise you. There's, come up, there's somebody coming to this room today with gigantic problems. And God says, I want to turn things. I want to do some change. And that first change that God's got to do is in you. Quit looking at your left and right behind you, around you, and say, these people need to change. No! You need to change. I need to change. Those are no choice fire. Anybody know choice fire? Oh, okay. Don't raise your hand and act like you don't know. Okay. For those who do, it's your inner testimony, some her testimony. She was sharing. Oh, yeah, God's already moving. He's been moving. But listen to her testimony. She said, her husband and her had, had problematic situations for years in their life. But listen to what the Lord's saying. God's doing what He's doing. Keep, keep listening to what He's doing here. So she began to pray for her husband. God, I need you to change my husband because he just aggravated the daylights out of me. Come on. Come on. And so God spoke this word into her spirit. Joyce, it's not your husband who needs the change. It's you that needs the change. You know what helped you more than anything else? It's quit trying to figure out everybody else and more you need the change when you need the change. I said you need a change.
He would do miracles publicly. Some he did privately, but a lot of he did publicly. But you know what? I've always thought of this. There were people right there for the change. And then there was somebody right there next door to them that was still selling their wares. Still thinking about their daily task. And God was opening eyes right there in front of them. But they never embraced the change. See, you're, you're looking for your change the way you want it. I said, you're looking for your change the way you want it to change. But God says, my ways are not your ways. My ways are not your ways. As far as the heaven is above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. Quit looking for your way to change your situation. Start looking more greatly and directly to the one who has the power to change it. This is what he's saying. Don't part the boat right there. Right here. Joseph was hated by his brethren. And they devised a plan to kill him. But they couldn't. You know the story. How many with me so far? Please stay with me. We're almost finished, okay? I promise. And so what they did, they, they backed out on killing him. They threw him in a pit. And some of you come here today in a pit. You're in a pit of despair. A pit of discouragement. You're in a pit of frustration. You're in a pit of addiction. <laughs> your pit has become your problem. And God says, I'm going to get you out of your pit. But you know what? You've got to want to get out of your pit. Joseph thought his life was over with that day. But God used that pit as an opportunity for his miracle. So a caravan came and they sold him. You know the story. He ended up in Egypt in a place he didn't really belong. But God used it as a platform to bless many others. Bless many others. Now this is what I'm saying. You're looking at your problem right in the face today. Some of you, and the Holy Spirit's revealed this to me, some of you today, it's difficult for you to express joy. It's difficult for you to express, express thanksgiving just simply because your problem seems bigger than your God. That's sort of the way it was when David, right, marched into that valley that day and He looked at that nine-foot problem, but he wasn't the underdog that day. Because David knew his change. I said, David knew where his change was coming. And so his change walked in the valley in David. And God showed himself mighty. And he used that problem as an elevation to get David to where he needed to go. So his problem became his doorway to his change. This side needs to get it. You still not got it yet. Elbow somebody say, wake up. You gotta. Oh, 
I wish I, I know I can't do this. I wish I could come back and sit personally and preach to some of you all. Okay? But he walked through the door. He walked. And beyond that problem was his throne. On the other side of his problem was his promotion. You guys have been running from your problems. Quit running from your problems. And you run to the one that can change your situation and turn it into your promotion. And so the pit became David's or Joseph's promotion because he's faithful. He continued, he continued dreaming in the pit. And in Egypt, he, he turned into a prison. And he had to serve in the prison for several years. But he kept dreaming. Because he said, Come on, come on, come on. I today I've been changing things and he still remains the one who can change and him in you are the ones who bring the change to our community to the places around us and when they see change in you they're going to hunger for that change in themselves because you don't have to walk up to him and him over Bible and say, don't you know you're going to hell? People know that usually. Most of the time, people know they're, if they're lost, they're lost. Yes. But the first thing they need to hear, besides you quoting five or six chapters of the Bible to them, what they need to hear is about how much God loves them and how much He's going to change your life. Because people are looking for change in their life. How many is looking for change today? Something's want to change. Keep your hands up. You get tired, bar heats. Switch the other hand. You know our feet should be up in the air too. You all need something to change. You need circumstances to change. 
You need something to change on your job. You need something to change in your family. You need something to change in your health. I said, change is on the way. You don't need change. You don't need change. Come on. I said change is on the way. You see, I can do this because I love them, okay? And I can do this because they love me. Mrs. R, I want you to go over there and pray over them right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And there may not be, but I'm just saying. God's highlighting that. Has he ever taken a has he ever taken one of those markers, those highlight markers? Has he ever marked things before you and highlighted things before you? That's what the Lord has done here today to me. Because there's people in this room that need change. You need your situation to change. You need your circumstances to change. Quit sitting there hiding like you got everything figured out. And you got it all together. You don't have it together. And that's why God sent this radical Holy Ghost message because He knows you need the change. Change. You'll be the same. 